The Create and Thrive Podcast, episode 108. Stop trying to do everything at once. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name is Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to another episode of the show. It's lovely to have you with me for another week. I've had a great weekend. I had a lovely half day at a spa on Friday that Nick bought me for my birthday, which was very relaxing and very sweet uh, that he thought to buy me that. I've made a kind of a bit of a, a pact with him and my parents that we try to focus on buying each other experiences for our birthdays and Christmas rather than things because we all have all the things we need really <laughs> so we focus on buying experiences and that's been really nice finding experiences to to treat each other with like when I took my mum you know to the painting workshop for Mother's Day a few weeks back so I very much enjoyed that had a bit of a relaxing time read a couple of novels that I've been waiting for new new novels in series that I follow uh, so that was awesome and I was still kind of on a bit of a high from the Artful Business Conference last week um, I've been uploading my podcasts to YouTube, which when there's 107, now 108 of them takes a long time, <laughs> especially when you live in the country in Australia where we have terrible internet. My upload speed is like a megabyte per second or something ridiculously slow. So yeah, that's, that's taking a while, but Hey, we'll get there. Right. And, um, you know, basically just thinking about all the other things that I want to be doing in my own business and feeling re-energized about things. But I also, um, you know, wanted to touch on something really important this week, something that I think a lot of people make the mistake of doing and then they kind of give up because everything gets a bit too hard. So this week I want to talk to you about this tendency we have to think we have to be doing everything right now to build our business. You know, we have to do everything. So you know, you're, you're trying to grow a business. The temptation is to jump in and try to do everything you possibly can to make it a success all at the same time. Now, remember, I'm coming at this from a perspective of hindsight. I started my handmade business in 2008 and uh, I've been through all of this myself. <laughs> Absolutely. So maybe this sounds familiar. You are trying to set yourself up on as many online venues as possible. You're trying to attend as many markets as possible. You're trying to get your work into as many shops as possible. You try to blog a couple of times a week. You try to send something to your mailing list every week. Not to mention keeping up with Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter and whatever else, <laughs> whatever other social media, Snapchat, Tumblr, Google Plus. Does anyone still use Google Plus? I don't know. Uh, you try, you're trying to get your work featured by bloggers or influencers, maybe in magazines or newspapers. You know, you're constantly making new things, photographing them, editing the photos, uploading the designs, writing descriptions. Uh, you know, you're working yourself ragged, trying to maintain a, a one or two day turnaround on your orders. And you're trying to do all this while maintaining some semblance of a life outside of your business. I don't know about you, but that exhausted me just to say. <laughs> it's even more exhausting to try to live that. Now, I'm telling you from this place of hindsight that you need to stop. You need to stop trying to do everything all at one time. 
Because if you're trying to do everything all at the same time, all you're doing really is setting yourself up for a burnout. And if you reach that point, you risk giving it all up for good because you turn what you something that you loved into something you now loathe. You know, now, yes, when you start a business, especially if you're in the starting startup phase, which frankly is the first year or two, that is, to, as far as I'm concerned, you're still in startup phase, you will be working very, you know, you'll be working a lot. You'll be working a lot. And there is so much to learn. There, I, I totally know. I know I've been there. There's so many things to learn, so much to try. You don't know what you should be doing. <laughs> it's all a bit of a mystery. It's all a bit overwhelming. And so you kind of throw yourself at everything and try to work out what's what's going to stick, what's going to work for you, which is an important phase of things. Don't get me wrong. There is that learning phase. And, you know, if you are working crazy hours and, you know, you're fueled by that initial burst of energy, that initial burst of passion because you've decided you want to make this business work, it's okay for a little while to do that. You know, that's I do that sometimes with a new project. I'll get really excited about something and I'll work way more hours on that than I, you know, really should be doing because I'm I know that I'm riding this wave of inspiration. But I also know that that will wear off. And if I try to maintain that level of work and the hours and the intensity, it just isn't sustainable in the long term. You know, life is really about ebbs and flows. And so is business. It's not a straight line. (laughs) There's a lot of up and down. There's a lot of sudden ups, sudden downs. There's maybe times, long-term times where you might feel a bit lacking in energy, lacking in passion. There might be times where you're super fired up for whatever reason. And, you know, there's going to be times when there's some time-sensitive opportunity looming that you've decided to take advantage of. Yeah, you're going to have to work harder and do more hours to take advantage of that. And that's okay. That's normal. But it needs to be balanced by the knowledge that you're going to have to take some downtime afterwards to kind of balance your energies again. And there's, there are going to be times when things are going smoothly and easily and you have a, have a bit more room to breathe in the development of your business. Now, I've said this so many times, but I'm going to say it again. Business is a marathon, not a sprint. If you sprint too much during the marathon at the beginning, especially, you're going to collapse before you reach the end because you're going to use up, you know, you're going to burn up all that energy too early. So, you, you know, if you really want a business, if you really want a successful, thriving, sustainable business, you've got to start thinking long term. You've got to stop putting so much expectation on yourself that you're going to get everything right in the first month or two months or even six months or even year. You're not. You're going to make mistakes. Things are going to go pear shaped. <laughs> Stuff's going to go wrong. You're going to realize that that thing you spent, you know, that that logo you spent so much time designing six months ago, you now hate. You're going to realize that the customer, you know, profile that you created is actually not who's buying your stuff and you have to rethink it. You know, there's so many things that are going to change over time and you have to accept that that's the reality and you have to be willing to, you know, really change direction and be open to that change and not just try to cling to something that you've you think is the right thing 
but actually go after what is the right thing in that moment. Business is an evolution. It's it's always changing. It's always growing. There's always new opportunities coming up and you need to be willing to take advantage of those. But you also need to learn patience. Be ve- being very patient with the development and the growth of your business and your own personal growth and development. Don't expect too much of yourself. In fact, I'm giving you permission right now to stop doing so much. <laughs> Honestly, you you have to give, I'm giving you permission and you have to give yourself permission that it's okay. You'll figure it out eventually, even if you don't figure it all out right now. You know, it's okay to not do it all right now. It's okay to just get started where you are right now and figure it out as you go. You know, you don't have to have your branding perfect, your photography perfect, your ideal customer, your story, your social media um, and marketing plan. Your, <laughs> you know, you don't have to have that all figured out before you start and you won't even have it all figured out two, three, five years in. It's, you know, everyone who's been in business for a long time knows, Think you know, you're going to change your mind. You're going to try different things. And that's exciting. Like there's always something new. Even me, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. There's always something new for me to learn. There's always something new for me to try. But underneath all of that, there's a stability. There's a stability that has developed over the years. Because as I've learned things and implemented them, I've worked out, you know, what works for my business and what doesn't work for my business. What works for my personality and my lifestyle does, you know, goals and what doesn't? You know, when I started out, I did all that. You know, we went to markets. I did wholesale into shops, all of that sort of stuff because I was learning and experimenting. I had my stuff on heaps of different online platforms. But as my business developed and it grew, I started realizing the direction that I wanted to go that suited me because that's what it's all about. Why am I doing this? I'm doing it because I want to have a business that is in line with the lifestyle that I want to live. That's the whole point. (laughs) So why would I be pushing myself to sell my stuff to 20, 30, 40, 50 shops wholesale when I can make the money I need selling directly to my customer online? Why would I push myself to make heaps of stock that might not sell along to a market that might or may or may not be profitable? When I know that I'm selling, you know, stuff online made to order, we don't have to have stock made that isn't sold. We only make it when it's sold. So it's a much more lean business model, you know, and that works for us because we've developed our business that way. And that's been a deliberate choice. People have, you know, people say to me a lot, oh, don't you want to grow? Don't you want to, you know, hire people to make your jewelry for you? No, I don't. (laughs) And I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before. It's just me and Nick, and that's the way we want to keep it. We don't want to hire anybody else to come in and build, um, make jewellery for us. We like it the way it is. We like our small little lean business because it allows us the freedom to do what we want to do when we want to do. We're not responsible for paying someone else's wage and supporting someone else's livelihood. We can, like we're about to do in a few weeks' time, close the business for a month and a half and go off to the UK to visit our friends and family and spend time with them. It gives us that flexibility and we've deliberately designed the jewellery business to do that. 
Now, of course, Create and Thrive, it's all online. I can do it wherever I am. So, you know, even when we travel, I'm always, I'm always working to some extent. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I try to do the bulk of my like work that I can do, like the podcast. I'll try to record a whole bunch before I go so that I don't have to do as much work when we're on holiday but I still work and I still run the business because and again that's a deliberate choice to create a business that will support the lifestyle that we want so you know that's but that's taken a long time you know I started create and thrive in 2013 and I was teaching about business before well well before that and we we started a feral in 2008 it's almost been 10 years now so now, it's really important to look, if you look at someone like me or someone else who you look at and say, man, they just got it all together. They're so, they, they're so on top of it all. They're doing all the right things. Don't compare yourself to them because you don't see what's behind the scenes. You don't see all of the years of struggle. Um, my podcast a few episode a few weeks ago, my interview with um, Lisa Congdon is a really good one to listen to because she talks about this, you know that sure she's famous now in the art world but that didn't come out of no that didn't come out of nowhere she's been making art for like 15 years she's been running a business for like 10 years it takes time to develop you know authority and to develop a profile and to develop a strong business so if you're in that first few years and you feel like you're never going to get there just give yourself permission to relax a little bit and realize that it takes time now that being said i'm giving you permission to not do it all at once however that doesn't mean you should get lazy it means you should get strategic with what you spend your time on um, i'll bring your attention here to what's called the Pareto principle or the 80 20 principle you've probably heard it talked about before and one interpretation of this principle is that 80 percent of your results comes from 20 percent of your effort but the trick is figuring out which 20% is working and doing more of that. Um, so this comes down to a few things. You know, you, you want to be looking at your stats and your customer info, working out where your customers are actually coming from. But also think about what you enjoy about your business and doing more of that and doing less of the stuff you don't enjoy. Now, sure, there's always, always going to be things that's, that we don't, really enjoy it might be boring it might be tedious it might be repetitive it might be difficult it just has to be done but there are ways to delegate that stuff to other people to outsource use Airtasker. Um, i'm experimenting with that so i'm gonna i'm gonna report back on that hopefully and just you know it might not be possible at the beginning of course but you will reach a bottleneck eventually where it's either delegate or implode under the strain there's only so much you as one person can do. There's only so many hours you have. There's only so much energy you have. There's only so much brain space you have to learn everything, you know. And you have to just accept that if you want to, if you want your business to be successful. Now, that's, you know, there's a whole podcast on that. What does success mean to you? It's going to be different for everybody. But there comes a point where you can only grow so far if you're doing everything yourself. It's just, there's just no way you can, you can, leverage things any further if you're making everything yourself dealing with all the shipping doing all the customer service doing all of the photography and listing and all that sort of stuff you have to realize there's there's an upper limit on that and you know you have to either accept that and just work out a business that model that will work with that limitation or you have to decide to get some help 
And, you know, there's no way I could run my businesses the way I do without help. You know, if, if Nick wasn't here, I would, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, I'd be working twice. Basically, I'd be working twice as many hours as I do because he does so much, not only for the business and in the business, but for our lives. You know, I've got someone helping me and sharing the load, let's be honest, doing most of it, when it comes to things like cooking and shopping and the chores and dealing with tradies when something goes wrong with the house. Like, you know, all that life stuff. If you're doing it all by yourself, you you know, you only have limited time. Having a partner is great and wonderful and awesome. Not everybody has that, though. However, there can be ways you can get help. So just accept that. You know, when I started out, I was like most of you. I did everything by myself when it came to the business. And, you know, it was fine at the beginning because I was only getting maybe two or three sales a week. And oh, that was fine. I could I could cope with that. <laughs> you know, that was only a few things to make. And I had plenty of time to make new designs and whatever. But when, you know, you get to the few sales a day category, things change and they get a bit harder. You know, I, back in back in the day when I started, the first few years of business for me, I blogged on my old design blog over at inferialdesigns.com, which has been defunct for years now. I used to blog every day. Like that's what, that was the heyday of design blogs, you know. There were heaps of them and I wanted to write on that. So I, for, for years, I basically did a blog post every day on that site. And I loved it at the time. It was really fun. It enjoyed me. Uh, it's already allowed me to build my reputation. I got a lot of wonderful experiences that came out of that I connected with some awesome people I had fun with my work and I was sad when I had to let it go but it was also freeing and I let it go because I was busy doing other more strategic things that gave me a better return on my time Um, I sometimes beat myself up because I'm not doing more PR for my for the jewelry business but then I realized I'm not doing more PR because I'm already too busy filling orders to do PR and isn't the point of getting of PR to get more orders? You know, if you've already got the orders, something is already working and figure out what that is and do more of that. And, you know, that said, when you get to that point, uh, you've attained some modicum of success. Uh, you know, you're getting relatively uh, steady orders. You're earning a bit of money. And so you're starting to get busy with that. You need to ensure you don't get lazy with marketing and give it up altogether because you're so busy filling orders. Because if you do that, you risk everything falling apart if the current source of your orders dries up. You know, you need to have multiple irons in the fire. You always need to be aware that you have to keep that marketing and admin side of the business. You have to keep on top of that. Otherwise, it's going to come back and bite you, say, in the future. The trick, though, and coming back to this not doing everything, is to pick the right irons and not have too many in the fire at once. So really, doing one thing really exceptionally well is better than doing 10 things in a mediocre fashion you know for the next six months or a year pick the one or two things in each area of your business that you both enjoy and do well and focus on those for a while for you know when it comes to marketing don't try to do everything don't try to do all the social media and a mailing list and a blog and reaching out via PR, you know, don't try to do it all at the same time. Just pick a couple of things and do them well and learn them and figure out how to make them work for your business. 
maybe focus on growing your mailing list or growing your Instagram profile. Focus on designing and launching a new collection. Um, And that, you know, accept the fact that that might mean your order turnaround time has to lengthen because you need more space and time to create that new collection. You know, it's okay to not make things within a couple of days. Our turnaround time these days is almost two weeks and it's fine. You just have to educate your customers and let them know and, you know, work with them if they need things faster to give them shipping upgrade options and all that sort of stuff. But you know, it you you don't have to burn yourself out trying to turn things around super super quickly. Um, focus on doing that one high end market rather than do, trying to do twelve mediocre markets that aren't going to make you any money necessarily. Same with shops. You know, pick if you want to get into shops, pick a couple of really awesome ones and focus on them rather than trying to get into heaps of shops that might not really fit your brand. I hope you get the idea. Basically, I'm saying you know. Pick key tasks, things that you think from experience, from talking to other people, listening to me and other people who are a little bit further ahead in the journey. And the things that, don't forget this, this is really important, the things that are going to allow you to grow a business that supports the lifestyle that you want. So if you are an extrovert and you're super social, You probably want to be doing heaps of markets because you love interacting with your customers face to face. If you're like me and an introvert and you like your, you know, you get your energy being alone and you enjoy your quiet time and you're not a morning person, (laughs) then markets are probably not the best choice because, you know, you have to get up early and schlep all your stuff to a market and you have to be there all day face to face with hundreds, if not thousands of people. And that, if that sounds really tiring, to you like it does to me then don't try to build a business based upon going to markets build an online business or build a wholesale business you know think about like take that into account you're you're doing this business why are you doing it you're sure i'm assuming it's because you love your craft right but that's only one part of the puzzle you don't loving your craft is actually to be honest in the long term it's a small part of the puzzle You really need to be aware of all the other parts of the puzzle and pick the pieces that are going to fit to make your your ideal puzzle. Wow, I just made that up then. (laughs) Probably not the best metaphor, but you know what I'm saying, right? So think about that. Don't do something just because you think it's you should. That's that should word again. Let's get rid of the should. Do something because through your research, you have decided that it's the best choice for you and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean don't try stuff of course try stuff because you never know you might end up loving markets even though you didn't think you would I did I you know I tried everything I tried all that stuff I tried all the different marketing avenues I tried all the different sales avenues I tried so much and some of it worked for a while and then it didn't work so well anymore. And then I tried something else and that worked. And, you know, this podcast is only, it's a couple of years old. And I'll be honest with you, when I started it, I thought, yeah, that, that'll be fun. And I'm sure, you know, I hope that it will be useful. My goodness, I had no idea how many people this podcast would reach by this point in time. Um, it kind of it blows my mind how many people are listening. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, you know, I think we're averaging something like twelve or 13,000 downloads a month now 
of this podcast, which is just phenomenal. And I'm honored that each and every one of you are here listening to me. But I had no idea how successful, you know, how many people would be listening by this point. I just decided to give it a go because I thought it was something that I would enjoy. I love speaking. And I'm, you know, you guys, and I've talked to a lot of you about this, and I this was a big reason why I started a podcast. You can listen to me while you're doing your work. You know, while you're making, you can listen to me and learn rather than having to go read a book or a, or a blog post or whatever. So for, for you, for my audience, I thought that this would be a really great uh, way to help you and teach you. And hey, looks like it's working. So that's wonderful. But I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to work as well as it had. And I didn't know it would make so much impact on so many people. But I, I, I decided for logical reasons that it would be a good thing to try. And so, you know, that's what you need to do. Because as you grow, you know, you need to get more and more strategic with your time. Because there's, you know, once you get more and more orders, things are getting busier, you get more of a name for yourself. You, you do, you run out of time to do all the other stuff that's just as important in your business as making. You need to work out time management strategies that minimize busy work and procrastination. Procrastination is the enemy. <laughs> You know, you need to start letting go of some things, whether that be just completely letting go of them or maybe delegating to assistance. You know, for, as an example, I, you know, I used to blog on a, um, my ephemeral site a few times a month on Create and Thrive. We used to do like, I think, two or three written posts a week back when it started. And now, really, it's just this podcast. Um, one weekly podcast that's the marketing that I do for my the you know the things that I sell when it comes to create and thrive because it works and I don't need to be doing heaps of other stuff it's just there's so much content out there in the world I'm sure some of you see this podcast come up every week and go well it's that time again what already (laughs) you know because it's just everybody's constantly busy and sure I'm planning on experimenting with things like you know short videos because I'm i think you'll enjoy that I think you'll find it helpful and it's something I enjoy doing so I'm going to experiment with that but if it doesn't work I'll let go of it because I'm not attached to you know that stuff you have to be willing to let go of stuff um, and focus on the things that are working and just do more of that you have to you know focus get smart and focus on the parts of your work that are actually building your business and which part you're just doing because you think you should so In summary, to come right back full circle, you know, stop trying to do everything at once and instead start focusing on the things that really matter. Start giving yourself permission to take the time it needs to learn how to grow a business. Start accepting that you can't work all the time and that you need to take care of you and your family and, you know, really, if you want your business to be sustainable long term, you have to remember that. And then you'll start yourself on the path to thriving instead of just surviving. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Another another week, another little spiel here. <laughs> and But I'm really passionate about this. And I think it's really important that you do give yourself permission to stop and to just accept the, the journey and that it will it'll be a journey and that you can't do everything at once. And that's OK. In fact, it's good. It's, you're always going to be learning more. There's always going to be exciting things you can try. And that's that's what keeps things exciting, even almost 10 years down the line. <laughs> uh, that's why 
you keep going because there's always something new ahead and something new to try. And it's wonderful to know that things do do get easier. I don't think I mentioned that, but you know, it does, it does get easier. You, you don't have to spend as much time on, you know, the, the business side of learning and trying stuff because you get to a point and you will get to a point where you, you actually work out, you figure out what works and you just do that. And then that's really awesome because then you have a bit more free time to spend on other things instead. So just before I go, quick announcement. Um, I am opening the Thriver Circle again at the beginning of July. I believe it's the first full week in July. If you want to join us, uh, just FYI, put that in your calendar. Uh, it'll be The membership will be opening then. And as I said, we've moved from doing... Um, a workshop every month to doing a project and the current one everyone seems to be really enjoying we're having a great time with it so um, there'll be more about that in the next few weeks uh, on the Thriver Circle site I need to update that to let you know more about that stuff so yeah first week in July and uh, I hope you come and join us you know really the Thriver Circle and the members of the Thriver Circle are what make this podcast possible you know, I get pitches for people who want to who want to advertise on this podcast, who want to sponsor it. Um, I I see other people doing like Patreon or whatever for that to kind of support their podcast because you know it takes a lot of time and to to run a podcast. Uh, it's, you know, you've got to record it and edit it and all that. Blah blah blah. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore you with the details, but it does take a lot of time. And without the support of the members of the Thriver Circle, I wouldn't have the money or the time to make this podcast possible so if you ever do want to support the podcast because it's you found it useful and helpful the absolute best way to do that is to come and join the thriver circle it really is um not only will you you know be making it possible but you're going to get a whole bunch of benefits um for being part of the thriver circle and it's it's a wonderful community and i really would love you to come and join us there and uh I will be keeping this podcast, you know, free of external sponsorship uh, or advertising forever. I don't ever plan on on bringing that stuff in. This is, you know, about us. So I just wanted to get that in there and say thank you, as always, a huge heartfelt thank you to every single member of the Thriver Circle, past, present and future, for being amazing and supporting um supporting this podcast even though you know ostensibly that's not what they're that's not what you know the members of the circle are buying but it's why it's possible so thanks to every single one of you you're all so you're awesome you know i love you and um (laughs) i love hanging out with you guys so thanks everybody for listening again um and for enjoying and for listening and downloading again like i said like 12 13 of you are listening every month which is amazing So thank you for that. And I hope that every single episode, there's some takeaway and something that will help you to thrive in business and in life. I'm Jess Van Den, and this has been another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. And goodbye for now.